Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I am Dr. Vincent Medici. And as you well know, this is my favorite time each week. I get a chance to check in with you. And how are you doing? You're stressed. I know you're stressed. If you're not stressed, you're not alive. So don't think you're alone. From my standpoint as a doctor, the world's flipping upside down. I mean, I see people flipping left and right. And a lot of times you don't even know it's the COVID. A lot of times you think it's your husband or your wife or your kids or the world or the rest of it. And really, it's just the tension we've all been put under. So keep that one in mind. One of the worst pieces of this fast phase is the confusion around it, which is not exciting, but to me it's interesting to see all the mistakes we're making and to try to figure out how to understand them. And one of the mistakes we've made is on the immunity thing. You see, one of the reasons this stupidity has been prolonged is because we didn't understand how our bodies conquer COVID. Because it's different than other viruses. It's not like the smallpox. It's not like influenza. It's not like the Spanish flu. It's different. And we knew it was different. Witkowski knew it was different. Ionides knew it was different. Lots of people knew it was different. But the mainstream bozos didn't. And, of course, that's why I do the show, to compensate you and neutralize you for the idiocy you have to listen to each day and, unfortunately, now suffer from. So here's the... The word, the word now, and you're hearing it more and more, and I want you to understand the implications and the tie-ins, is T-cell, as in Thomas, T-cell. The T-cell has long been known as an immune system cell, whether it's a, T, a cytotoxic T-cell, or whether it's a T-killer cell, or whether it's a T-helper cell. The T-cell is not usually what we think about when we think about a virus. Now, they always go after viruses, but we put all our emphasis on the B-cell, as in boy, the B-lymphocyte. And the way it works, and I'll skip some of the sequences to make life simple, the B-cell, as in boy, is normally the cell that produces a word you know called the antibodies, and those antibodies kill the virus. It's very simple. And those antibodies, we can measure them in your blood because one of the special things about the B-cell antibody system is those antibodies hang around. There's something called an IG as in girl, G as in girl, an IgG antibody that hangs around in the body. We say it has a memory. We say 
this kind of immunity called your humoral or adaptive immunity contours a response to the virus. And once it figures out who the virus is, the virus we've never seen, it creates an antibody specific to the virus. But then, and this is where, of course, the divine plays its big hand, the IgG antibody remembers the virus. And it hangs around. And if that virus ever comes back, the IgG antibody, it's already there. And the whole immune system is already there to pounce on it. And we say, now you have immunity. We kill the virus, second time round, before the virus can kill you. All right? That's how we normally understand a virus. So, when we go into a population, so I just want you to think of a square, and I want you to put a million people in the square. When we think of a population, say with a million people, what we do is test them to see if they have these memory antibodies, these IgG antibodies. And if we find out that enough people have it, and there's a formula that goes into this that I won't get into, if we find in that population of a million people in that square, enough people have these antibodies, how do we know we test them? Then we say, wow, all these people have these antibodies. So all these people are already immune, meaning they must have been exposed. Maybe they didn't go to the hospital. Maybe the doctor never knew. Maybe they didn't even know they must have been exposed to the virus because if they weren't, they wouldn't have these antibodies. At any rate, would enough of these people actually have these antibodies? Because we know because we test them in that square of a million people. We say now such a high percentage of these people have these antibodies, meaning somehow whether they knew it or not or we knew it or not or anybody knew it or not, they're immune. That's called herd immunity. Okay? Now you can take a breath. You can take a Tylenol. You can kick back and say, my brain hurts, but it's okay. Just slow down and understand what I said. And of course, you can always go on the website later and hear the show again. StraightTalk.cc on the archives. Okay? doesn't cost you a thing you would be amazed how many people and I'm talking about people who are making decisions for our society don't even understand kindergarten immunology and I'm talking about radio commentators I mean I'm sorry God bless them all I heard Glenn Beck botch it I've heard Rush Limbaugh botch it I've heard so many guys and yeah it's not their bag I get it but we're all influencing each other. We're all making big decisions. Our politicians are listening to our immunologists and infectious disease specialists. And by and large, we don't even understand what I just said. Come on. All right. Now, that's how it normally works. The punchline is it doesn't really work that way with COVID-19. 
Now, we knew this, so we have no excuse. But by the time our institutions, like Dr. Fauci and Burks, get this, if they even want to, but let's leave that alone. By the time our politicians get it, which they never did and never will, even if they wanted to, they don't understand it. By the time our radio journalists, and I think they get it now, especially Rush Limbaugh and et al., they, they get it now, but this has been reality since March. We had a chance to figure this out studying this in China. So by and large, very few get it, and that's the problem. So I want you to get it and spread it. So you don't have to be one of these cockamamie retards running around scared to death about something that they probably have already been exposed to and are never going to get sick from. And that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. This is tragic. When we all know what's coming. We all know what's coming. The blowback on this to the industries at hand, especially the small businesses, is massive. Let's leave it alone. Let's get to this T-cell. The T-cell. What happens with a T-cell? It doesn't make antibodies. But for many, many people, for most people, probably more than 75, 80% of people, they don't rely on the B cell. They rely on the T cell. And it's very simple. There are these other immune system cells, one of which is called a macrophage, another one of which is called a dendritic cell. And they're like the street cops. They're always hunting the pit bulls. They're looking for trouble. And anything they don't like, they whack. So the macrophages and the dendritic cells, when they see a virus, they hit it. And then they spit out a little piece of the virus on their membrane. And a helper T-cell, as in Thomas, helper T-cell, sees this little spit-out piece of an arm or a leg of a virus on the membrane of a macrophage or a dendritic cell. And the helper T-cell says, wow, that's a signal. I'm going to blow my whistle as I attach to that piece on the membrane. So it's kind of like there's a mating between the helper T and the macrophage or the dendritic cell, a mating, they kiss. When that happens, a signal goes out and cytotoxic T cells are made and they're made in mass. And what a cytotoxic T cell will do is run all around your body and any cell that's infected with the virus, the cytotoxic T cell kills it. It doesn't kill the virus, it kills the cell which kills the virus. Different than an antibody, which actually goes after the virus. So the B, strap your seatbelt on. The B is in boy cell, makes an antibody that attacks the virus directly. But the T cell, the cytotoxic T cell, different. It sees the signal that an infected cell, 
that a, a lung cell, a cell in the lung that's infected by a virus. The virus is inside your lung cell, but the cell is smart. It puts out a signal, and the cytotoxic T cell sees the signal and kills the cell. It's a different technique. How do scientists say there is no God? How? How can one be an atheist? How can one study science and not think that God is ubiquitous? How? It is beyond me. It is beyond me. It is probably beyond you. Except they hid the science from you. The true science has been hidden from you. It's been hidden from your children. It's been hidden from the politicians. You see, science is a cult. It is a dirty, filthy, stinking cult under the control of the pharmaceutical industries. And they do not want you to know the truth in science so they can manipulate your mind. There has been no better example of this, I think, in human history than what's going on right now. So what we have to do is understand science, real science. And don't think understanding real science is about credentials. There are more capital A, capital M morons, dunces with academic degrees out there. It is pathetic. I've been taught by many MD, PhD, 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 PhD. Are we so stupid as to think that that piece of paper should trump your common sense? That there is not a godly intelligence that you have honed and crafted as a good Christian at all that should trump an academic degree. You have a brain. This is so pathetic when you hear people say, people, good people, people with enough intelligence to get the job done, and they look at you and say, oh, I just trust the experts. The experts. Wow. Trust the experts. That's what you've learned after 50, 60, 70 years on this planet to, in crisis, trust your experts? No. I like Stalin's approach. Follow the money. Follow the money. You want the truth? Follow the money. Question motive. All right. Back to immunology. This T-cell, as in Thomas has a different way of whacking the virus. Guess what? Most people use T-cell immunity. If people have a good number of macrophages and a good number of dendritic cells, and that's another story, their T-cells, cytotoxic T-cells, waste this virus. And you barely need, I said barely need, your B lymphatic system. You don't need as much of the B lymphocyte. So, for those higher-ups that are listening, get this through your skull. When you look for IgG antibodies, when you barely need a B lymphocytic response, the antibodies will last a week or two. You're going to miss them. They're either going to have no antibody, a weak antibody, or a short-lived antibody because the T cell is handling it. Why are you immunologists so dense in that this was so obvious from the beginning? Hint, children don't get it. Children, percentage-wise, 
are almost immune to this thing. That's a very anomalous for a virus. It's very anomalous. The Spanish flu, each year the influenza poses way more danger to the kids. Let's not get into why we close the schools, why we're turning our kids now into depressed, manic psychopaths because we're teaching them nothing but isolation, separation, and fear. We are instilling our young with fear. Our impressionable, pure, spiritual youth are being stand in fear. Why aren't the Christian schools rebelling? Why? Can somebody in the K-Bright community, can someone tell me why our Christian schools are not sending their opinion to our governor and saying, we are opening the schools? Why? Can someone in the Christian community tell me why? Can somebody in the full span of everyone that listens to K-Bright, morning, noon, and night, 24-7, tell me why the Christian schools are not getting together, presenting the statistics, and telling the governors of each insane state that have shut the grammar schools down why, when the statistics do not say we should? Why? You need to take a look at this. You need to take a look at this. Yeah, they say, don't point the finger. Don't sound like that. What are you supposed to sound like when the meteors are crushing your head and everybody's just hiding under a table? It's, I don't get it. Do you get it? Okay, back to the T-cell. When you go to measure and look for the antibody, it's not there. Because you didn't need the B cell, as in boy. You didn't need it. The T cell took care of it. T cell immunity. Now, here's another punchline. We're already at herd immunity, but we can't call it herd immunity. Listen to Michael Levitt. Listen to Ioannidis. Listen to these brilliant either epidemiologists, scientists, in Levitt's case, a biophysicist. Listen to them. And they'll tell you, America's already immune by and large. Already, our T-cells have handled this. They were doing it from the beginning. And children are going to have the greatest T-cell immunity. Why? The T-cell, here's the punchline, matures. It matures in the thymus gland. Now, just if you go to your throat where your voice box is and you just slide your finger down about three inches, you're going to feel a little bump. Not the depression of your breastplate, not that bump, not that concavity. This is higher up. So go to your throat and just glide your finger down. And if you're sensitive, you'll feel a little bump. It's called the angle of Louis. Yeah, Louis, like, uh, you know, Louis, Louis. The angle of Louis inside that, deep, pierce it, is the thymus gland. The thymus gland is big when you're little and smaller when you're older. They even say non-functional, but that is, of course, not true. The thymus gland will always function. 
And if you pump your thymus, if you know how to breathe, if your diaphragm works, you can strengthen it. Thymic immunity in children is enormous. And that's so important to the T-cell because that's where the T-cell matures into a powerhouse. So we have what we could call baby T-cells. And they go to the thymus. And that's where they mature to become the T-cells that are active. The T-cell is made in the bone marrow. And then those T-cells from the bone marrow, which are not active, they're not potent, travel to the thymus. That's where they're converted. Also, I believe the lymph nodes do this. The spleen does this. Those T-cells are converted into active T-cells. And those T-cells are utilized to kill the virus. So what was anomalous and just waving at us from the beginning was children didn't get sick. All the people in the old age homes, thanks to Cuomo and Murphy and all your northeastern idiot moronic governors that did not protect the elderly and stood up and touted as if they were God's gift to COVID because they made all the right moves. They made all the wrong moves. And of course, Sweden was saying this from the beginning, and Sweden is correct. Anybody that tells you Sweden was not correct, you tell them to go stuff it. And this comparison to the other Scandinavian countries doesn't cut it. The only unfortunate thing about Sweden is it slipped up and didn't take care of the elderly in the old age homes. I don't think anybody got this anywhere but no more egregious action than the Northeast. And if you look at the COVID statistics today, in the Northeast of this country, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, we got to add Michigan in because of that genius governor there. That's where you saw so much unnecessary death when they should have known by March, end of March, early April, they should have known and they turned their cheek. But the point is, we now know without, no one can argue this anymore, that it was our T-cell immunity that got us to the other side. Now, your bone marrow is a big piece of this. Marrow produces the baby blood cells for your immune system. The bone marrow is where it all starts. And the marrow has variable degrees of function. So if you want to talk about immunity, talk about marrow. We should understand as a community what marrow is. So many of my shows are devoted to giving you some sense of marrow, what you can do for the marrow of your bone to turn the scarring yellow marrow back to red. It is reversible. And you can slow down the rate of decay. Then there's another concept that we want to leave you with. And that's the concept of if you put out in a day a billion immune system cells, most of that immunity is stuck in your intestines because of the assault that 
the food you ingest places on your body. So do you want of a billion immune system cells, half of them down in the gut? Or do you want to eat clean and cleanse out and minimize the necessity for that gut assault so you can free up your immune system to fight infection? And this is this all-important relationship. I mean, you can talk about the immune system on the basis of herbs you take, but if you compare it to the power of regulating digestion, of sleep, of opening the neurological system to direct the immune system of understanding how to build immunity through the bone marrow well now you're talking about the kind of stuff that legends are made of and you deserve a legendary experience 714-850-1007 714-850-1007 call that number this week if you're lost in the labyrinth and you may well be if your physicians and your doctors are screwing up their perception of what you need to do to get healthy, if you don't feel comfortable, I will put you on the right track. Call that number. Come in. Sit down. Wear your mask. I'll wear mine. I'll put a goldfish bowl over my head, too. I'll wear a spacesuit. We can do a Zoom. We can communicate telepathically, whatever it takes, but I will get you on the right track. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.